Welcome to the Testimony of Christ Center, an apostolic community, advancing the present truth purposes of the kingdom of God through the declaration of the whole counsel of God. Testimony of Christ Center, changing lives, transforming nations, defining spiritual pathways. So this is what I want you to understand. As we teach God's word, his angels go out. We may not see them, we may not hear them, we may not feel them, or sometimes we feel them. But what is happening to us is that God is working. And God begins to minister to you. So the Bible tells us that you angels who do his bidding, who hearken to the word of him, God, the voice of his word. You angel who praise him. The angels of the Lord are active in the word of God. So if you don't like the word of God, no angel. Your angel is growing weak. Everybody is born with an angel. Everybody is born with and when God God created you, He appointed an angel for you. In the book of Matthew, uh, Jesus told us said, "Yeah, the angels of this little one looks into the Father's face always." Look, I myself and my children we went to visit um, one of my mothers who came from US two Christmas uh, Christmases ago, and the daughter. Where I said, ah, I see that you've been shot in your chest. I said, yes, my chest, my chest. I said, you've been shot. So I called the little boys. I said, let's pray, lay hands, let's pray for, for because you, your angel is looking to God's face, face to face like that. Me, my own, I've, I've come in, so I have to pray now. <laughs> but you, your own, is always, God, God. My son asked me yesterday, we're coming from where to remove the stitches on his forehead. He said, he said, Mark, I have not been to the future before. I say, yeah. <laughs> this question you are asking me, but I was I was a little not happy with one of his attitudes in the car, so I was very quiet. But I think about the question like, I have not been to the future. How can somebody consider that idea of being to the future? But I know somebody who has been to the future and who came to tell us how to live it. John the Divine, the book of Revelations. He comes to tell you, he, he went to the end of the age, saw everything, how things will start from here to the end. Then he came back to tell you how you should live, live your life. So it is possible to go into the future. It is possible to lay hold of the future. It is possible, Bible says that we have tasted of the powers to be. It is possible to be transcendent, to stand here and stretch yourself over and reach into the promised land. It is possible to send men to go and spy the land and bring fruit of the land. You taste it from this other side. Yeah, there's a barrier here. But you have gotten power to go beyond this barrier and go into this one, shift things, shift things, and then you are tasting a fruit on the side. It is very possible. So we have a God that is very powerful. And I am somebody who believes God for any kind of miracle at all. When it comes to miracle, I believe God for any miracle. Any kind. How it looks like. Any kind. How God can make you I mean, explosive. Something that makes you go into... <laughs> Could it be God? Yes, it's still God. That kind of thing. I believe in it. So, as the word of God is coming, open your spirit. Embrace the word of God. And then, God will minister to you at the point of your need. I may not mention this. I may not mention that. What is important is the Lord himself ministering to you. I want to talk about the culture of Anna. I have been talking about the reward of a prophet. Almost about, if I'm not mistaken, I've been talking about this in almost about three months or even more. The reward of a prophet. And I said that if we take that scripture that Jesus himself spoke in Matthew chapter 10, and we say the reward of a prophet, the conclusion that a lot of people can draw is that if you are not a prophet, then there is no reward for you. But that is a very weak way of interpreting scripture. Many people look at Bible with their culture, through the lessons of their culture. Many people look at Bible through the lessons of their political party. Like one of my friends in the office, this is just a joke. We're talking, because I know some of you be MPP, NDC, and PPP, and, and whatnot. And maybe some of you have been planning independent candidates as you're sitting here, I don't know. So he was talking, he said, those people who have come, don't mind them, don't mind them. It is the same snake that has now changed into a dragon. I laugh. <laughs> As the, one guy said, look at him preaching Bible. Look at him preaching. You see, his political affiliation is getting him to preach Bible. 
So people look at the Bible from their culture, from their tradition, what their father told them, how their mother treated them, how their husbands treat them. So they recount to relate to the word of God as such. But we need to relate to God's word as God's word. When God speaks, he speaks God. He doesn't speak anything other than that. And I remember saying somewhere in a meeting I did for for three days and three nights. Uh, and I said, when God speaks, I was speaking in the meeting, and I said, when God speaks, it can kill you because when he speaks, he speaks God. So he has to put something on you for you to be able to do something like a grace on you so you can hear him from that realm. We talk so many things. Um, last week, for example, I was talking about how we can receive a man of God by honoring the gift. We talk about issue of celebrating the gift. We talk about issue of being able to identify or design to know going beyond the flesh. And I made a, I cracked the joke. I said, look, if you look, if you come very close to me, you see that my nose is long or big and therefore you don't like me that much. Uh, some people don't like black people. Some people don't like white people. Immediately we come into Christ, those black and white things ceases to be. Some some people don't like Jews. Some people don't like Muslims, and some people don't like this. Immediately we come into Christ, all of those boundaries fall off. Some people don't like Ewe. Say, hey, my children, they'll never marry Ewe. You lie bad. They will marry him. No, no, it's true because the thing, the very thing you are actually fighting, that is the exact thing your children fulfill. Me, I said, I'll never marry an Ewe. I'll never marry an Ewe. I'll never marry a woman from my area. That's what I told. I said, I'll never marry. I, God is wiser than you. He knows where he has placed your destiny. He knows what he wants to do with you. So we have to discern the gift of God. And we define a number of things. Now, we want to continue talking about the reward of a prophet, receiving a prophet. But we want to talk about building a culture of honor. One of the things that is missing in our society today is honor. Children do not know how to honor the elderly fathers, mothers, and those in authority. Should, should I say subjects, or let me, for a better way, say subordinates, do not respect those in authority over them. If we bring that culture of our society, just see, something is very annoying in this society. If, for certain reasons, we should even give respect to our immediate past president, but people insult him. People say all manner of things about him. And I said, Ghanaians are too much of jokers. We joke too much. We joke with everything. We joke with everything. And some of the people I see insulting and passing derogatory remark, you, you, you wonder, what is this freedom of speech? Is it Rollins who will be there and you going to do freedom of speech? That mouth of yours will be locked. And you lose your liberty. Those days, before we... People, we do not know how to manage freedom. So the culture of honor is lost. And this evening, we want to teach and bring it back. So we want to lay a foundation. The culture of honor is very key. To build a home. To build a church. To build a family, to build a relationship. If you're a woman, you're married. We know women, women can talk, right? I was preaching in a place. After I, I gave some scenario, I heard somebody shout. A lady shouted from Makasa. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed. We know women can talk, right? We know women, they, they want to air and keep airing and keep airing. But it's unfortunate that at some point women transcend and go beyond their limit and begin to enter into another le another level, and then that creates chaos and that breaks relationships and and uh, puts honor in the soil. Some men also do. We know, even in church, how some people fight their own leaders. They say, "Hey, nyamia from this, nyamia from me." <laughs> Please take this advice of never fight your you never fight your leader. Always try to turn your face away from, from when the fight is try, 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 try. Do well, turn your face away. I mean, avoid it. Because when God and his wife are having problems, please stay out of it. You may see a leader who may, may fall, may have some issues. The best you can do is to pray for him and remain accurate. But 
God is punishing that leader like David. And you see uh, the son, Absalom, also foolishly dishonors the father. And that's, he, he, get, he dies. Look at David. He has every opportunity to kill Saul. But what did David do? He cut the garment of his skirt. Even that is <laughs> high treason. He said, King, you are naked. You, you, there's no protection around you. All those soldiers are sleeping. I could have killed you. <laughs> but I will not do it because you are God's anointed. People do not. So today's society, let me say something very strong as I move on. Today's society and one of the battles that we are going to be fighting in the future coming is the battle of lawlessness. A lawless society. The people who are wayward. The people who do not respect government. Which laws does America not have? We are people drinking the blood of pig. They kill. I'm not sure if you, you, read, you read those things. They kill pig. Some people catch human beings. They kill them, hide them, and drink their blood in America. You say they are not vampires. They are walking down the streets. America. They have laws. But the issue now is people do not regard laws. Go to Islam and see. Won't you see Peter? Then won't you see John? Then are they not Bible names? <laughs> you see Peter. You see John. You see Simon. You see uh, Matthew. You, 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 you go and check. Right? Somebody is called Lord. Is that? You go and check. It's lawlessness that has put the person there. So we need to save what God is doing. The world will only learn from the church. And the decay that we find in our society today, the corruptions that we find, is as a result of church. The corruption is sitting in church. It's sitting right. Which churches do those people go to? Don't they have a pastor? What did their pastors tell them? Why would they be so corrupt? I shared a video on Facebook yesterday or two days ago. And the question I asked is, what were these people told for them to go to this extent of action? And I said, in fact, it's seriously said, religion is a drag. And I came to add, it alters the mind. These people were dancing in, whether Lagos, a certain kind of church called something, chosen, chosen something. They've been to Ghana before. And they were rolling in the mud. And I said, which God has this thing? So there is something that is coming upon our society. And therefore, we need to build proper honor. If we do, we succeed. The world comes to learn. Governments come to learn from us. There are several examples of things that a government of nations will learn. So we want to lay the foundation for true change, true revival, true so how we can sustain the move of God in a place. If God starts moving here and we don't keep a culture of honor, that move will die. Everybody starts rising to become who-who without respect and honor to the structure God has put in place. So, in the Old Testament, the word honor, or some people will say honor, but it's actually honor. The word honor means weighty presence. Weighty presence. I don't know if you've experienced the presence of God before. Me, I have several times. Sometimes in my prayer. I start praying at 2.30. I open my eyes. It's 4 o'clock. I don't know what happened to me. I, all I knew was that I'm, I'm in a vision and I'm on the floor shaking. I'm in the inside of a vision and I'm shaking on the floor. So I wake up at 4 and I'm like, what happened? Then I realized that I've been in a vision. And I realized I'm actually, I was kneeling before I started praying. But now I am lying on the floor and I'm shaking. I'm literally shaking on the floor. So what is that? If... You have somebody of weighty presence comes to you. It represents honor. It means majesty. It means dignity. dignity. Are you Muslim or you are a Christian? Okay, we'll talk about something. But I'm seeing so many uh, Muslims around you. <laughs> value. <laughs> value. It means value. <laughs> it means value. <laughs> It means value. I have to ask. If you see some people in Jalabia and all of that around you, you have to ask, who are you, you know? <laughs> value, it means value. It means precious possession. So, you know, if something is so precious to you, don't throw it away. That's why some of you still keep the perfume bottles you have. You don't throw it away. 
<laughs> so precious a possession. It means ornamental splendor. You see, gold is sparkling, sparkling bright, some diamond, something of splendor, glorious, magnificent, extreme greatness. Now, these words are supposed to help us design the spiritual leaders that God places before us. And as well as in any facet that we have ranking and authority. You know how some young preachers don't respect? They lay hands on anybody at all. <laughs> if me, I don't, I don't lay hands by heart, by heart, sir. I take time. I see a man who is older than me, who has been in ministry before me, or even older than me, and you are missing the person, I hardly, no, you can bear witness, I hardly put my hand. It's not because I don't put my hand. I so respect the man or that woman in the natural that I am careful of what I'm doing. One man of God said, he learned a lesson. He wanted to pray for someone. He didn't ask permission. Can I pray for you? He didn't ask. You know why? When I say, can I pray for you? Can I minister to you? He went on his way, laying out of bed. The person slapped him. <laughs> he said he has learned his lesson. So he said, can I pray for you? He said, yes. Then he prays. There has to be honor. There has to be honor. There has to be honor. It means beauty, greatness, extreme greatness. So spiritually, God places people and he places grace upon them. And that grace upon them makes them great. We can all be here right now. God elevate one person and the person becomes a president. That person, we have to honor him. We have to honor him. But when he comes to church, and we're not going to get up for you. You're not, you don't hold a place. And say the president is coming, so everybody should get up. No, 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 no. So we should stop the worship, let the president come. No, no, there are some things we have to, you know, and, and that is what has poor church. Some people say, first, the first man, uh, the, first, the first family. The pastor and the, and the wife and the children are the first family. Well, <laughs> I rest my case. That is just some knowledge for you. Someone is first family. So all of them, where are they? There's only one family. One is in heaven and represented here. And you who is calling yourself first family, you are part of that family. What makes you first? <laughs> some, we bring American ideas into church and we think it's God. It's not God. We have to walk by the kingdom. So, of beauty. Now, in the New Testament, similar interpretation. It means to value something, to begin to give value to something. So, we want to learn the culture of valuing things. The culture, the culture of valuing things. It means to prize something, to revere. Say, we go to certain places, people are worshipping the pastors. We don't worship pastors. We honor them, we revere them, we respect them because of what God has placed upon them. And it uh, also means glory. It means dignity. It means to esteem in the highest degree. To esteem in the highest degree. To esteem in the highest degree. To esteem. Yes. If 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 I'm going to let's say let's say uh, Mr. Thompson is occupying a certain great position. Meanwhile, maybe he, let's say he comes here to project. And I'm going to Thompson's office. I'm Tom, I'm Thompson's pastor, right? And Thompson is, is maybe he's been to some meetings and I'll be waiting. And Thompson's working. I'll give him that honor by getting up. I had a woman, a woman, there are a lot of a lot of our ladies. Please, a lot of our ladies embrace this honor and take it to your marriage. You'll be a fool for your husband. Continue to be a fool. Let heaven keep recording. Gifty Apeni does it. I was in a meeting. And she was talking about her husband visiting her in the office. You know, she's a great woman. She said, when my husband, they say my husband is around, and I said they should come in. When my husband comes through the door to my office, I get up and I salute him. <laughs> she's sitting in her office. Her husband is coming, she's saluting. Why? She said, the fact that I occupy that position, he is my husband. Okay, so we need to do things properly. We need to revere. Uh, it means that uh, um, um, to hold in highest regard, to show respect and precious value. So we just define it on to show respect and precious value. Some people don't respect their leaders. Some people say, I've been in the church long before 
that man came. Why would they make that man a leader over me? I shared a story of my former pastor in Assemblies of God. He went to the Bible school. The way we respect him, Pastor Tabit. He went to Bible school. They, were, they made him to wash plates. And the plate too is oil plus things. And it's a rubber type of plate. You know, how do you wash oil from rubber? So he has to now boil water. Look at the laborious work. He did it for one year. I got a job. When I got a the job, they said, they said the finance assistant for regional office for Africa. Don't be small position. <laughs> Giving me dollars. Close this. 1990 and 2006. When I got a job, I got to office and say, this is your, what you do, this and that, and that, and that, and that. Can you imagine what happened? For one month, I was carrying files every day. One month, I was just opening files. One month, every time, files. Mark, we need this file. Do you, can you believe that after that one month, it was a six-month contract I got. After that one month, I knew where every file in the world in that office was. I knew what the file contained. I remember one day, I didn't understand what the files were. So I was removing some files, but it didn't make sense. I remember my boss said, young man, if you don't know how those files are arranged, don't remove anything from the file. I felt ashamed. One month, when I left, they invited me to come back. To come and assist on an audit for one solid month again or two weeks something like that so some of us we are given certain assignment because we don't value it and some of us we have we have leaders place over us and we say no 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 okay. how can this small boy be telling me hey i want you to lead prayer today how can this small boy tell me i, I want you to pray some of you as we grow you will start losing your sleep Somebody will show us, say, you see the name of this person, take the person's name. Go. We we'll pray for the person. Whatever you see, let's discuss. Finish. One week fasting. At whose expense? Your stomach finish. <laughs> you heard a story of the man who got drunk and went to church. He said, Pastor, the next time you organize your church, I will make sure you, are, you find your position. <laughs> because the wife was in church. So we want to esteem our spiritual leaders. Okay? Now, what does the Bible say? My teaching today is not going to be the usual style of those ways. This is going to be some line upon line. What does the Bible say we should honor? What does the Bible say we should honor? Some people, let me, let me say this. Maybe when I come to it, I'll say it again. Some of us don't honor our parents. We've been told our mother is a witch. We've been told our husband is a wizard. We've been told our wife uh, goes under the sea every weekend. That is why she sleeps so much. We've been told all kinds of stories. So we don't honor our wives, we don't honor our husbands, we don't honor our father, we don't honor our mother. I said some things to my mom. She started blessing. Say, God will bless you. Every gift that God has put into you, the whole world will hear for herself. I said, that is a prophecy. I, I embrace it. She was blessing me. So if I'm there one week, then I find mobile money, take you to do this. And she will keep blessing me. Some of us, our in-laws, we think our in-laws are wizards. So <laughs> if our in-laws passes by our, by our, our homes, we have to do sanctification <laughs> and cleansing. All of those things must change. Because if you understand where you are sitting in the power of God, you should be afraid of, afraid of witches and wizards. Do you know how you sleep and you rise? Say so today, Charlie, my one day, woman, sorry, you. You have a one day to rise. The day he requires it for you, from you, you realize that you have no power, you have no strength. You have, no, you have nothing. You are nothing. You are nothing. If you've seen, if you've seen somebody that died, and they didn't find the person, and the body was lying in the bush. We have seen it before. Those days were small, we were looking for Adanko and the rest. We went somewhere behind the streets, deep. If you go there, there are some communication gadgets all over the place, some poles all over the place. I don't know if anybody has any knowledge of that. We went around the place. Hey, there's some poultry farm in there. We, we saw a wristwatch, and the wristwatch was still blinking. Come and see human being, they bent him. 
I think they caught him and killed him and removed parts. So many years! The family cannot find him. Which we cannot come and say, we want to see. What were you doing there? Your father said you should stay in the house. So you have to, you have to keep quiet from 1990, 1990 or 1992 till now. You are quiet. You only know. So we have to place honor on the right things. One, the Bible says, you're going to write a lot of scriptures, so those of us who are writing right. One, the Bible says, honor your father and mother. Some of the scriptures I'll read, some of the scriptures I'll not read. You know how you recited it in primary school? Why we did it? Honor your parents in the Lord for this is right and blah, blah. One, honor your father and your mother. Exodus 20, 12. Exodus 20, verse 12. Genesis chapter 9, 20 through 23. Genesis chapter 9, verse 20 through 23. A lot of scriptures, a lot of scriptures. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. I told you my teaching will not be the usual way. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Plenty of scriptures for you to go and read. Matthew chapter 15 verse 3 through 9. Matthew 15 verse 3 through 9. Ephesians chapter 6, 1 to 3. Okay. So honor your father. There are several ways you can honor your father. I know somebody when the father calls him, you see his face. Mm -hmm. I look at him sometimes like I should slap this guy. I should just give him some an awakening slap. He doesn't respect the father. <laughs> I told my junior brother, I said, be careful what you are doing to your father, what you are doing to my father, your father. Be careful. If not the mistakes he made, you repeat them. Many of us, we are angry at our father and our mother because of some mistakes they made. And we never want to honor them. Repent. You repeat the exact mistake that person did. You repeat it. I don't want to believe. Honor your father. Buy things. Go and give him gifts. Some sachet water. You say, oh, I've been a long time. See, you buy some two bags of sachet water. You buy some. Go and give some things. You ask some small money. You say, Mommy, I'll come and visit you again. You call. I want to check on you how you are doing. You pray for them. Honor. I went with somebody to visit my father some years back. The person, after we left, the person said, I don't know what it means to have a father. I said, I don't know what it means to have a father. So when I see you talking with your father, it's strange to me. Very strange. Until I said that, until you are there, you never will know. Number two, should I talk about that more? Time will beat me. <laughs> Number two. No, I, I, I'm, I'm talking something very serious. These are the, some of the, the places God asks us to honor. Honor. Number two, the Bible says we should honor those who serve in the religious matters of God's kingdom. Those who serve in the religious matters of God's kingdom. Exodus chapter 28, verse 2, or verses 2 and 3. Exodus 28, verses 2 and 3. Exodus 40, verse 1. No, 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 I'm missing it. I'm missing it. Exodus chapter 28, verses 2 and 3, verse, verses 40 and 41. Verses 40 and 41. Then 1 Timothy chapter 5, 17 through 20. 1 Timothy chapter 5, 17 through 20. You, 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 you are sitting in a bus. The elderly one is appeared. So you say, hey, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. You know how in Africa we quickly turn our elderly ones into witches and wizards? Because of the way their skin looks. Should I repeat them again? You forgot that your skin would look like that. Say, ah, this skin looks like a witch. 
I remember there was when we were growing up, there was this woman. We, you remember what you did when you were Assemblies of God. Is it Assemblies of God in your area? Those days they would put some bar. They, they used to use wood to chalk it, uh, to wedge it. And then we, when they close the window, they put the wood at the back. So you can when you look down, the wood is there. I never knew I'll be born again. And it's Assemblies of God will be the first church I attend. Not that branch anyway. We'll take broomsticks. We'll go. We'll go around the building and push. <laughs> Jesus. We push all the sticks. They will come to church, all the sticks are falling. <laughs> the gods of the world are falling before the God of Israel. <laughs> I never knew. There are some elderly people around. We look and say, this one, if I in the face alone, you resemble a wizard. We avoid them at all costs. Lack of resentment. Anyway, but some of those fears to save us from falling into the ditches. We should, we should, we should, we should, we should honor those who have who have been ordained, not people who have been self-appointed. Like today, I was sitting in an office. You, you came to the office. People don't have manners. The manager sitting there is a reverend minister. I'm sitting there. I'm a preacher. The manager knows that I am a minister of God. And I know the manager is a reverend. And this guy who is sitting here knows that I am a minister. And this one is a minister too. Then this guy walks in. So I'm looking for someone. So he's not around. Okay. Hey, you know, the year has ended and New Year is here. We are going for evangelism again. And I'm bringing envelopes and this and that. Okay. So since you are a company, I'm bringing an envelope. So, okay. Then the reverend minister gave it to the reverend minister. The reverend minister said, Okay, I'll give the envelope to the, uh, to the, to the company. He said, No, 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 no. I'm talking about you. Then I knew it's coming to me now. I said, hey, hey, you know, we then I turned my attention. Hey, he gave me one envelope. I'm like, this is indiscipline of the highest level. You don't know me from Adam. And aggressively he's collecting his money. Said, no, I'm saying he's collecting his money there and there. I said, I said, I'll have to leave the envelope. He said, okay, okay, if that's the case, then I have to take my envelope back. Oh, yes, he took his envelope. We have to learn something. Not those who are have appointed themselves, but those who have been ordained by God to stand in a place. Several scriptures I've quoted. Maybe I should read one, just one, and then we move on. Exodus uh, 20, verse 2. It said, And you shall make a holy garment for Aaron and your brother, Aaron, your brother, for, for glory and for beauty. For glory and for beauty. So some pastors have confused it. So they are wearing garments for glory, for beauty. <laughs> Once you understand that, I'm very okay. Verse 3. So you shall speak to all who are gifted artisans, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they, they may make Aaron's garment to consecrate him, that he may minister to me as a priest. Our ability to hold our leaders in honor releases them in the ministrations of God. Jesus cannot perform any miracle in Nazareth, but he performs some. He says, hey, a, a, a prophet is not honored in his hometown, so me, no miracle for you. Please perform some then. He performs some, but because they did not hold him in that honor as a prophet, all the miracles happen on the other side of the world. The next point, the next point, we need to, we need to honor the elderly and the aged. We need to stop bewitching them. If we see the ones that are witch, we should know the ones that are witch. But we need to stop. So you realize that our society that used to have such honor, our culture, now we bankrupted and pushed them into witch camps. We put them in witch camps. Because once we need to be why why before? How can all your teeth get up? But the person doesn't know he's also growing that way. Honor. Oh, go look for one grand. Me, my grandmothers, they are all gone. I didn't meet the other one. I met the other one, and I just have a memory of him. They are all gone. <laughs> Who told you death is stronger than life? Who deceived you? <laughs> Who deceived you that death is stronger than life? So your, your, your agent, whatever, can be a witch. But when you stand and you shake your agent... The, the, the power of God that is working in you, they will submit to that woman. They will submit. See, if I buy cloth for her, they will take it to a shrine. 
That is why they keep taking your money and everything to a shrine. Always. Because of your belief system. So you release it and the demon says, okay, let's, when she gives it shrine, let's punish her. You've created a hole in your life. Like I was saying on Sunday, what are some of the things people focus on? You focus on the wrong things. Demon, 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 demon. And every night you are seeing demon. You are seeing demons always in your mind. You see them in your dream. Honor your agent. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 32. Leviticus 19.32. You have to go back and read these scriptures. And design ways to honor the elderly. Our society, we have a problem. We need to honor kings and governors. That's the next point, point five. We need to honor kings and government. We need to honor kings and government. Me, if there's some new president and I don't like the president, I go, I say, God, why is it I'm not feeling too good about this guy? I just don't like the guy. God help me like the person. Finish. I'm not going to open my mouth and insult him, but if the matter is A, I have to call it A. It's as simple as that. So let's know our limit. We don't honor those in. We don't honor them. We don't honor them. We insult our presidents, ah, and then we start insulting our own self. We don't know. We kesi, ye kesi Ghana, san ye kesi presidents, ah, fena ye nimse Ghana na san sasini ye kesi nuansu ni bakopeju maosu. We need to wake up. Let's learn to honor the Bible. Instruct us to pray for them. Regard them, respect them. We went to a meeting, Dr. Bagwe Sindhum was there. He was the one who was supposed to be the chair of the program. When he invited all of us, we stand, we clap. We honor him. We honor him. You think in his office they don't honor him, but when he got to the voting, you think. <laughs> <laughs> You see the levels how the levels play out. You see PNC man, even my own Reverend Minister said, the place where we have the church that we know who is there. The place where we have our own company. I have maybe 15 workers here. Even that place. Here. What kind of employees? <laughs> <laughs> they made their choices. You can't worry them. <laughs> they honored you. Oh, boss, boss. <laughs> Look, take these scriptures. Let's. Um, Second Samuel. Second Samuel chapter 6, verse 20 through 23. Second Samuel 20 23. If I'm permitted, I'll just say it that way. Second Samuel 6, tw verse 20 23. First Peter chapter 2 17. Now, another thing we need to number five. We need to we need to honor prophets and uh, fivefold ministry. We need to honor prophets and fivefold ministry. We need to honor prophets and the fivefold ministry. So oh, wait, what is my prophet? I remember in my my school secondary school there was this guy. Just oh my was the idea. After some years, this is the guy is a prophet. Hey, he's a prophet. I have to. I don't want any trouble. He's a prophet. He's a prophet. If I'm struggling, see, there are some relational people go to every place and they want to be called prophet. 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 That's another matter. That person has self-esteem problems. I simply end that man of God. Give you that respect. A man of God is somebody God is with. So I give you that respect. But it does not mean that. I give my head to be hands laid on by heart by heart. No, 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 no. But the Bible says we should honor them. We should accept their message. We should bring, look, myself and my wife, we, we traveled. And just last year, we traveled and we were in a place. And a man walked up to us and said, my name is so and so and so and so and so. And the Holy Spirit is saying to me, that I should tell you about this. I don't know anything about him, like when I'm out of God. I said, so where do you live? He said, I live in Accra. I said, well, can you drop something? And nothing was coming. I said, okay, well, thank you for your message. Hey, what are you saying? You can never prophesy to me. God can use a donkey to say stuff to you. God can use a donkey to say things to you. We need to honor 
prophets. We need to respect. Because when he opens his mouth to talk, it may not be well. But God has not actually approved that, but he has spoken out of his grace and it will damage things. He may go to God and sorry, sorry, sorry. We see forgiveness, but the damage is caused. No, have you not heard stories? I know of a man of God, a subordinate, the, the guys under him. I mean, to uncall, I mean, to unbase. And the guy did something, and the thing hurts the man of God. The God healed him. Just like that. The guy went for waiting. Is it not God he went to call on? On his way, the Shahi's road died. So God killed him and let blood come out of his mouth. Let him die. And it's sadly what happened. So today, because of the liberty in our society, we don't know the liberty in God. We don't know boundaries. Let me go on. Um, Matthew chapter 10, verse 40 to 42. You have that already. We've quoted it several times. Matthew chapter 10, the verse 40 dash 42. And then Matthew chapter 13, 54-57. Matthew 10, verse 40, 42 through 42, chapter 13. I promise you, I'll wrap up just shortly. 42, verse 42, verse 40 through 42. Matthew chapter 13, 54 through 57. Then first Timothy chapter 5, 7-3 to 20. The Bible says we should honor one another. That's the next point. Honor one another. I don't respect Alice. Alice don't respect me. It is called confusion. Chapter 5, 17 through 20. I had quoted it earlier in the second point when I said, honor those who serve in religious matters of the kingdom. But here we are talking specifically those who occupy ministerial offices. So it's not just those who uh, said, okay, this one, uh, why am I saying this thing? This this one is not um, it's not a man of God, so I cannot honor him. Bible says honor them. He said, This one is a man of God, honor him. It does not mean that a man of God can say, Bible says you should honor me. So we are the ones doing the work of God. So you give me your clothes and everything. There you are. That is not Christianity. It's called robbery. <laughs> Somebody, my wife, if my wife is here, she will tell me. My wife was telling me, and this pastor, and they are this church, I don't want to mention the church because we're recording. And in this church, big church, big church, in this church, and you're having a program, and the pastor told me that he wants to, he wants to, that he was in the bathroom, wonderful. He was in the bathroom and God spoke to him. That we need some money to do something. And I've given my wife money to do something. My wife and my daughter said to do something. And uh, you see how the devil, so God spoke to him and he wants to dash my wife some money, but he needs to give some deposits at one of the microfinances, I guess. Uh, and he took the money and um, the, the gift is not coming. No. I said, my wife, where's the money I gave you? <laughs> the father I'm a pastor, that's not me. I've changed. Where's the money? <laughs> my wife said, I'll get your money for you. I'll get your money for you. I said, yes, get my money for me. Because I told you that those people are fraud. You don't believe me. You don't believe that I'm a, you are not honoring me as a prophet. <laughs> he said, hey, you are, you, you, hey, you are talking too much. I said, hey, I said, me, you didn't honor me as a prophet. You honored them, so go collect my money. <laughs> Eventually, they brought the money. Yeah, I, was I, was, I didn't know they brought the money. So the money. I didn't give the money to her to take back. So when they brought the money, I didn't know. So I was there, and I said, that pastor is a fraud. I said, which pastor? <laughs> <laughs> I said, which pastor? Have they brought the money? He said, yes. Next point. The Bible says we should honor one another. Romans chapter 12, verse 10 through 11. Romans 12, 10 through 11. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. Romans chapter 12, verse 10 through 11. Philippians 2, verse 3. The Bible says we should humble ourselves. Some of us, we are too much. We are hanging in the air. And balloon, when balloon is in the air, you shoot it, what happens? Some of us we had friends. Look, we had some friends who we were all in the mud, struggling. When by God's grace they got out, they don't know us. Oh, they don't know you. Try, they don't know you. I said, hey, actually, this guy, bye. 
if I tell you some of my friends, some of them on TV, you'll be shocked. You'll be very shocked. Some of them we started leading worship together, very shocked. One of them we talk here and there, he's a pastor in one of the big churches now. He's a lawyer. And some of them they don't know you. So yeah, brother. God made you break too so that they can break too. So when God looks at the way some of his children who are broken through are broken, look at my friends, hey, I'll give you this. Me, I'm not I'm not that kind of guy who is pursuing gadgets in a room, have TV, have this sound system. No, 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 no. You give me my iPad and tablet and nice mobile phone, I'm okay. Small gadget to play things, I'm okay. If I have money, I'll buy the kind of gadgets. One of my friends, when he heard that I bought Blackberry, he quickly bought Blackberry too. He's not comfortable. Defined by. He's not comfortable. He said, hey, you are what? Black, black what? Has a berry. <laughs> He bought one when I got to Ghana. He's not comfortable. Don't be defined by those things. I saved, sir. Let me go talk. Blackberry, 100,000 100, uh, uh, 100, naira. I was plus. I was so happy. See, this is what I want. Those days, Blackberry was an in thing. This is what I want. I saved and bought it. I bought a camera. 100,000. Naira, my friend's eyes was like, something was happening. I told my friend, buy a, a, a flicker, a PowerPoint flicker. Buy, buy that for church and I buy water dispenser. Or I buy water dispenser, you buy the PowerPoint flicker. I came to Ghana, he's not comfortable. He bought all the two. <laughs> he bought all the two for the church. So here I am going to church. You didn't, you didn't honor your brother. Where comes blessing in that? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm carrying a flicker because I told him I'm, I've gotten a flicker now. So you can buy water. So don't mind this guy. Don't mind this guy. So I'm coming to church. I want to give the flicker to my pastor. I say, hey, your friend brought us one. He mentioned his name. And I say, yeah. <laughs> there can be devils in church. Let's learn to honor one another. Respect one another. Respect one another. Some churches, there are cliques and societies. Those who are appointed knows are going together. <laughs> no, it cannot be the church of God. Honor one another, value, esteem one another, value one, pray for one another, support one another, pursue one another, challenge one another. Fast. You don't need the person's permission to fast and pray. Do things for one another. Bless somebody. Today I'm going to church. Look, I have this density. I'll break it into. I'll give this sister, this brother. You don't have a clue. You don't have a clue what you have done on that day. You have caused heaven to rip apart upon that person's life. <laughs> I saw a man of God. I wish I can mention his name. He's in Ghana. He used to have programs in. He came to our church to preach in Temaye. Not this church. Yes, man. When the meeting had ended, we were standing by roadside around 10 p.m. So this is not the first time churches closed 10 p.m. Long ago, they were closing 10 p.m., 12 p.m. What? This guy had gone home. He lives in, he was living in Comtiate. Dropped his family, his Bible and everything. He was wearing a vest. He had this opel, ascoma or ascona or asco something. He drove when he, he was stopping. We were like, eh, who is coming? Stopping these private cars, eleven p.m. to pick who? I saw it was Prophet Elijah Del Gomega. He picked the first bag, went to drop them in Ashaiman traffic light. Ten again, came to pick another badge. Is that a pastor's work? He extinguished the people. When that man is sitting in some car, you never understand. Honor one another. Let me just mention this in person. The Bible says we should honor the body parts that we think are less honorable. We, we have to treat with special honor. But that has a spiritual connotation, right? The body parts that, have, that are least honorable, we treat with such honor. It has a spiritual connotation. In the body of Christ, you may find people who are experiencing 
weaknesses. We, have, we who are standing in strength have to find ways to pull them from that periphery and bring them into grace. Let me move to another point. We have to, we have to honor apostolic representatives of the churches. We will come back to that later, much later, when we keep talking about apostolic ministry. What it means for apostles to send men. Like, I carry two persons and I say, go, I'm sending you to this place. The pastor says, I should come to I say, pastor, I cannot come. I'm sending these two men to you. If the pastor is in, is in spiritual link, he will receive my gift. He will receive my gift because he understands somebody has sent me. I'm not coming by myself. I went to Cape Coast. My pastor took me there. He preached the first day. He said, you preach the second night, you preach the third night. I'm leaving after the second day. Wow. Small boy. My name was all over the radio. Prophet something. It came through him. And the pastors after seven. And then there was a man in the church. I hear he is an argumentative essay. He likes writing argumentative essays. You know those who write argumentative essays? They argue by everything. They don't believe in anything. Now, another man of God had been invited to the church. And this man of God is ministering. You get up. You get up. You get up. So he has called about them because they are all standing. Once the temple, he started ministering to Daniel. Then, you know, the prophetic is working, so he's moved. He's now ministering to Ahuma. Then, when Ahuma now wants to stand, he's not finished Daniel, he's not finished Ahuma. So, the whole place is Chaka. I understood they gave him, um, they gave the man of God one crate of malt within a day, he finished all. <laughs> so, so, they developed, they, the man developed Koto's skin to us. The man of God, no Koto. Charles, Charles, what? Uncle Charles was The man did I hear the man fought to prevent me from my pastor bringing me. My father said, You don't know him. Wait until you see him. Wait until you experience him. He's a fine grace. You're being. When I went to meet, I never knew the argument to meet. I was on my own, and I ministered all right, and I did my own things. I taught Bible. The man fell in love. I will be in Tema. He says, "Look, I've sent you money. Is that not beautiful?" The man has repented. We have to learn to honor those that we have been sent. Say, hey, I told the man of God to come home. Say, he has sent me. Just go and do this. I wish I can tell you more. Look at the story in 2 Kings chapter 6. Prophet Elisha sends a man. He says, go, when you go, call Jehu. When you call him, pour this oil. I, I can't remember the scenario, which whether it's oil that comes first, or I can't remember. But one of them is like, uh, I think the scenario is either pour oil on him and say this and run away. Or say this and pour oil and run away. They gave him what to say. But because he was walking full power of sending, and Jehu believed that the man was sent. <laughs> The guy poured the oil, or he spoke. He went beyond what Elisha told him. When he finished, he poured the oil, he ran for his life. <laughs> if you look at his prophecy, he went beyond Elisha. He scored the power of apostolic sending. <laughs> so he was saying, hey, wait, pastor is not around. Or pastor, that is why, you see, there's something I do here, people don't understand. If any of, anybody is leading, you find me involved. I'm, I'm actively involved. I'm teaching you something. If I'm not there, you have to be there. I sit down, I'm writing. You see the last program? When I went to hide by Abraham, I was writing like nobody's business. Why? Because I want to teach you the culture of honor. 2 Corinthians 8, verse 23 to 24. We finish short, 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 short. Next week, I'll just touch maybe three, four, uh, next two weeks or three weeks or something. I'll touch on two points. Yoba, thank you for your blessing. I saw something this evening. I saw a whole bath and I saw some, some money like downstairs all over. So you heard me saying, this is beautiful. May God cause it. It's something I've just seen. I've just spotted something right now that has made me remember that vision that I saw this evening. Uh, I'm seeing something glittering in the spirit like um, it looks like um, square and it's all diamonds and gold and the thing is glittering and it speaks it speaks finances to me second corinthians chapter 8 verses 23 24 verses 23 and 24 the bible also tells us to 
to honor those who sacrifice and risk much for the work of Christ. There are some people they honor and risk much for them. Are, look, are, we don't have all night here every Friday. But if you want to come to all night every Friday, you call me and ask me whether there'll be all night every Friday. You just ask me. I'll tell you, go. The all night will come up. We have people who gather here to pray. We have people who gather here almost every Friday, sometimes Thursday and Fridays. Pray. And as though they were instructed by, and certainly instructed by a hand that is invisible, they said the first prayer topic we pray is for you. Honor is very powerful. Philippians 2, 29 and 30. <coughs> Philippians chapter 2, 29 and 30. The Bible also tells us that we should give double honor to the elders, which is the same scripture we've quoted about twice already. 1 Timothy chapter 5, 17 through 20. Double honor for the elders. So I want you bless. I mean, when you're coming to church and God blesses you, you too. God bless you with a hundred. You pack, pack some twenty and God bless you. Alice, you know this one. Alice, bless me. God bless you for your Bible. I'm enjoying the Bible. Every night when I'm going to bed, I put it on my side. I'm like a baby who has been given a, a new dress. I wear it to sleep. <laughs> Seriously, I like it. I like it. The very first night I got home, a pastor was preaching on TV. It was the Bible. I was marketing in the Bible. I like it. God bless you. So, package something for somebody. Something nice. Honor the elders. Honor the leaders. Honor those who work in preaching. The same scripture we quoted earlier. Honor those who work in preaching. Honor them. But I say again, don't be robbed. A lot of robbers are born out. We have just two, three points to finish. The same scripture we just quoted earlier, but this time the verse 20, the verse 12 and verse 13. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 12 and verse 13. Honor those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord. Honor them. Honor them. Honor them. Never fight your spiritual leader. You destroy yourself. He may be weak, but you destroy yourself. His eyes may be blind and not seeing visions. You destroy yourself. So three points to go. Honor everybody. As simple as that. Honor everybody. You see, you don't know when you honor an angel. You just meet an angel you don't know. Can I share a story with you? Short one. I went to the bank. 2013. I've been fasting 40 days. I started looking. My wife started complaining. I had this taxi driver went to the bank and he parked. And immediately I jumped out of the car, I was running to the bank. I was in the street. I was running to the bank. I never saw anybody pass by me. And when I came back, we were driving. No, we drove that day. About a week later, then the taxi driver was taking me to my mom's place to go on her head. See how she's doing. Then we we're talking about church and the challenges. They say, hey, hey, hey. the other day you went to the bank, something happened. I said, what happened? He said, when you were going to the bank, a man walked out of the bank. And a man walked straight to me. In the car. He said, is that your boss? Who is that man who came out of the car? Is that your boss? He said, yes, it's my boss. Actually, not his boss. He said, that man is a very great man. God is going to use him all over the world and everybody will hear of him. And I said, you! You never told me to look for this man and hold him and say, can you bless this among he said he is a great man and God will use him all over the place. And the man, he said the man entered. I said, how does the man look? He said the man is maybe in his late 40s, 50 years old, in the near feet. And he was driving this Porsche car. I said, you, you saw an angel pass. You never told me. <laughs> you should have told him, wait, because an angel has waited before. Let me sacrifice something. God, I said, the man is talking about you. Can I have your address? Say, find my address by this scripture. I'm okay. Once I pray, he manifests. Look, we have to learn to honor everybody. Another short one. A man in Ghana said, those days he was struggling. He shoot. There was a hole under it. He, 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 he boarded a taxi. Please be very careful in this life. Oh. 
Sometimes be a fool. Sometimes be a fool. Stop acting on the right. Sometimes when I'm driving and people do some things on the road and I want to talk, then I'm like, I don't even know who I'm going to talk about. I don't know who is there. He's a child of God, in the image of God, at least. Let me not say what I want to say. But some of the people can literally cross you, eh? They've seen you coming on the motorway, yet yeah, they want to. And you are being, they are still coming. They want to finish you. But you still have to. He boarded a taxi. Then on the way, a lady was standing and also said to them, when the lady jumped into the car, the lady was so comfortable. He said, all right, let me get out of this taxi. This man. <laughs> oh, he got out of the taxi and left and the man went to do his rounds and finally landed in his office. He was in the office. Somebody's looking for him. Who is he? Who is the person looking for me? When they brought the person, is a lady. No, come on here. Is it Anyani Buedu? Was getting out of his house. Somebody called him from America. How can we behave like this? You called me all the way from America. You're coming to see me. I've given you an appointment. You have come to Ghana to see me. You are coming and somebody is standing in the way. Talking to somebody. You started blabbing with your American thing. <laughs> So, and anybody was going out. Yeah, I'm sure anybody he left. The man went to the house. When he located the place, he said she went his own When the vehicle drove in, the man was so angry with himself. With what he did, the way he insulted the man on the road. And that was the man was he jumped into the sky. He couldn't Anna everybody. The last two points. Anna everybody. Then Bible says, Anna your wife. Anna your wife. But I didn't give you that scripture. Anna everybody. First Peter chapter 2, verse 17. Anna your wife. Um, first Peter chapter 2, 17. Anna your wife is first Peter 3, 7. Then the Bible did not leave it there. It says, Anna your husband's also. First chapter. Uh, Ephesians chapter. 533. We need to stop here. 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 You've heard the word of God. We need to rise in You may not hear some of these things somewhere. I'm not telling you. What did the Bible say about honoring your your parents? So that what will happen to you? No, no, so that what will happen to you? So which devil is fighting you? You just gonna honor your mother, your father. No, no. I mean that's something that the devil says he's stronger. God says you will live long. So I'm obeying God's word. Which devil will kill me? Which devil will kill me? Thirty-three. Honor your husband. Worship him. And I said, what should you understand? I don't hear. Man, we didn't offer. 533. Man, we didn't offer. When you say, man, more bank, 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 Am I lying? You you go borrow for a woman, wife's man. The other day you didn't give me that money. You, you give it over again. But this time, just raise the right hand. Irade, give us the grace and the power. To be able to walk in the spirit of honor. I wish there's time I would have I would have asked you to pray. But you can go back home and, and you pray with this scripture. Wherever you are struggling, any area you are struggling, you can go back and pray with Hebrews chapter 4. Um the verse 14 down through 16, I think. Yeah, 16. You can just pray and ask God for grace and mercy. Now, some of us are here, we need to repent. 
you know we've called our the bible says i think in the book of isaiah it says you what what authority and what power do you have and you say to your mother your parent why did you give birth to me there are so many ways we have violated you can just pray for some few minutes and ask forgiveness just talk to god just talk to him just talk to him locate the testimony of christ center at suit six on the ground floor of the complex millennium building community nine jamagana west africa Call us on blast 233 or blast 233-20-888-5360. Email us at agdemark at live.com.